1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Standing Out on How Podcast. This is Jim, and with me, of course, is Laura Troth, the office goddess.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: All right. Recent questions we've, we've received, and yes. we get a lot of questions, people wondering, but we're going to go over some things because sometimes, I mean, your your buyer's going to ask you these questions. So you may point. as well get another opinion on, on how to answer these things, but first, let's listen to this.
0: Habitation Investigation is the way to go. For Home inspection in Ohio, trusted, licensed home inspectors for your needs, from radon to mold to warranties, for a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong, visit homeinspections in All
1: right, Laura, questions were asked the day, agent was showing a house. It has a walkout basement, this house. Yes. There's no sump pump down there.
0: So is that a concern?
1: That was her, her question. Is this a concern? There's no sump pump in the basement. And my question is probably not. Because if, if it has a walkout basement, I know the house has a slope to it. Pretty good slope. So okay. So it would not be... The the reason you need a sump pump because you have water coming in your basement. Right. Probably cuz your house sits in a flat area or the water just accumulates too much. But if your basement is a walkout basement, that means the back part of your basement is ground level. It's not that low, okay? Right. Maybe a little higher in the front, of course. But if you if you do a good job of directing your your downspouts and controlling the water flow near the house and take it all away, they always the back past your basement exit the door you probably do not need a sump pump so you're all right there not every house needs a sump pump They, when the builder puts puts those in probably because they know it's a wet area and the water level there it may be a little high or, right. or it's in a low spot so that's reason it that needs a sump pump now can you put in a sump pump if it's not there Yes, you can definitely more work because you got to drill hole in that floor to make the sump pump basin. And then you can't, it's just not a matter of sticking a sump pump in the corner. There are drain lines around the perimeter of the basin that should collect the water. If it were to come past that foundation wall to the interior to collect the water and let it direct it into that sump pump. So the, then the sump pump can then kick it outside.
0: That sounds really expensive and a lot of work.
1: It, it can definitely be a lot of work. But if you have an unfinished basement and you, there's you, my thought, if you, if you have an unfinished basement and you think you may want to finish it and you move into it, wait a year or so. Take care of your drainage on the outside, the downspout, getting the point away, the and then keep an eye on it to see if it's going to stay dry or not.
0: That makes sense.
1: I always like the idea of just painting the walls nicely. That way there, if there is water that comes in and at some point there will be some moisture coming in. this is Ohio it's normal yes, yes, yes. if if it's uncovered walls, then you can at least kind of see how much coming in and when it does come in um it can dry out quickly right I'd just rather do that Another The question. other question
0: that they had was how hard is it to add a bathroom to a house
1: it it kind of depends on the house. If it is, say you have a unfinished basement okay, and they want to add a half bathroom on the first floor. Okay. That should not be hard at all because you have the, where in the basement where you run the plumbing lines and everything, it's all exposed. It's all open. It's unfinished. Another reason why I like unfinished basements is because you can, see, you can see the pipes. That would not be hard to do that. At all, because everything's exposed. you can run the pipes and get them up inside there easily.
0: So that would be fairly easy and inexpensive because everything's exposed with easy access.
1: Correct. Yep. Okay. Now, if it's a basement and you're going to put a bathroom into the basement, now it's going to be a little bit more challenging.
0: Because you're going to have to dig up the concrete to be able to run the lines and to tie into the sewer line, right? Y-
1: yes. Okay. Your waistline, is, let's say you it's in the city okay your waistline goes down into the concrete floor your the water everything is not going to flow uphill so it has to go down into the pipe so you could dig up the concrete and then run the waistline so it drains into the sewer line that's in in the underneath the concrete or I've seen this before People raise the – they make a platform to raise the bathroom up like eight inches. Oh,
0: that explains it does, that. doesn't
1: have to be very much. They raise it up a little bit. And they usually use that where the waistline goes into the concrete near that area. So they raise the, the bathroom floor up a little bit. That way they get that slope. So then they just connect into the waistline. They don't need to cut through the concrete.
0: That makes sense. Now, I've seen that in a couple of so, houses. So once
1: again, it's, it's doable –
0: He's got to L- be more creative. A L- little
1: bit more creative. A uh, little bit more costly, because now you got to build a platform up a little bit, or you got to cut into the concrete to connect the waistline. Now, if you're out in the country, and you're on a septic system, your septic line does not go into the concrete floor. It goes out through the wall, fairly high up, because it has to go out there to the septic tank and then to the to the leach field. If you have a bath, if you want to add a bathroom in the basement, use it, you, you gotta take all, all everything that comes from the sink, the toilet, the shower. That has to get ejected upwards, like an ejector pump, kinda of like a sump pump, but it's just for the bathroom. You need that type of pump to raise it up high enough and then so it drains into the waistline where then gravity can take over.
0: That sounds like a hassle.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> If you want it, that's what that's what you have to do. If you're out in the country and your your septic line, your waistline is going to be up higher. So you have to get everything you uphill get everything up. so it can flow downhill. Because crap flows downhill. Everything does. So that's what you have to do. Not impossible to do it. You just have to have the ejector pump to, to raise everything up and out.
0: I'm still laughing over crap flows downhill. Well, yeah.
1: Well, yes, it does. Well, and this this, this is the way it is. In the state, it's easier to do it. Country is not that bad. The ejector pump is based like a like a sump pump. It's completely sealed at the top. Okay, and it's, it's a grinder. So grind everything is just mixed oh, into a big I didn't slurry. Know that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that's how that's how you do that. So it is possible, Adam. It's just more cost another bit of equipment you need to get if you're out in the country right septic system city with the waistline going in the floor you can raise the floor up have it have gravity do the rest or cut into the concrete and still let gravity do the work but you gotta go down into the concrete okay so definitely possible to do um septic inspections Inspectors really do not do that. You tell your buyers that, hey, the best thing is contact the county health department. Yes. Because they have their list of approved people or it may be something that they'd want to do themselves for the septic and the water quality sometimes. Well, and
0: they keep track of when things have been cleaned out, what kind of issues there were, when things were repaired. So they need to stay up to date on everything going on with the septic and they need notified anyways. So that's just always best practice.
1: Yep. So, any other questions we've been asked recently? Yes. I
0: got a phone call this week, actually, from a real estate asking about walk through inspections or walk and talk inspections. Oh, yes. So, <clears throat> I'm like,
1: how that? How'd, what? What? what how? How'd that go?
0: Well, I I told her that they're not allowed by the state. And she's like, oh, well, when did that happen? Well, July of last year. was well, clarified. It was July clarified. July of last year. It's
1: all, it's, ever since licensing, has never been supposed to have been done. Right. Which we've been saying forever.
0: And she said, well, you know, that's what the other home inspector said that I asked. So, I clarified that we are not to do walk-and-talk inspections. We are not to do walkthrough inspections. That the law states very clearly there has to be a contract, money has to change hands, and there has to be a written report that covers specific items. Now, the wiggle room that we have with that is that we can do a partial inspection. So her question then was, well, could you send me a list of what you would cover in a partial inspection? No. What does your client need? That needs to come from your client. I don't know what you know what their skill set is what they need what they're looking for what their concerns are so that partial inspection request would need to come from the client to let us know what we need to look at
1: yep now now,
0: we would write up the contract based upon that
1: based upon what they want just like just like we do commercial inspections right just like like we do commercial here's what scope do you want us to do like like what do you want to look at they may not go i don't i don't care about the furnace the boiler system that was just service. I mean, I can't. They can they nitpick pick what they want.
0: I don't want you to look at all two hundred rooms in the hotel. Just ten percent, or like five on each floor, or you know whatever, and then we spill all of that yep. out.
1: Yep. And, and we've had we've, had, we've that. had that. We don't want you doing every single room in the hotel. Um, they I, I remember those. They wanted to pick five random per per floor.
0: Yeah, so. I, th- I think they just gave us keys and we went into whichever ones the keys were for.
1: Yep. So this all right. This whole thing about Asking for the walk and talk, no matter what you want to call it, they're not allowed. They were never supposed to be done. The and we just got done recording a podcast in which uh, agents were getting sued. They're having buyers remorse and they're suing the agent when they waived the inspections and all kinds right. of stuff. As a real estate agent, you are expected to know the laws, and if you were to hire or recommend somebody do do a walk-and-talk inspection and if something happens, you are liable for that. Just right. like those agents were in trouble when they hired a drone photographer. Right. The drone photographer was not licensed to fly the drone commercially, but the agents each ha- had an $11,000 fine.
0: I remember that. I actually told the agent that asked about the walk-and-talk about that. Okay. And that they, if she had actually found somebody to do that inspection, that there was a huge problem with that. They probably weren't licensed, and she could very much be um, fined or lose her license over that because they're not allowed. Yes. And, and it's been that, for a long time at this point.
1: They're never allowed. We've been saying right. that for a long time that, and like, no, we're not supposed to be doing that. And they clarified it in the state at the board meeting. Yep.
0: And sent out information. I thought to all agents. They in did. The state. They did
1: because I received that e- email from the. state. first, of all, I received the one from the state to the home inspectors. I emailed everything to on my list, my email list to the agents, and then I saw the one from that the state sent to all the agents about two weeks later, telling everybody the exact same thing. So if you're an agent, you don't know, you cannot do those. Be careful. Make, you could get in trouble. You know, give give us a call. We're not going to make up stuff. We only we we only talk about things that we that we're aware of. We're not going to bullshit anybody like nope, you cannot you can do a partial inspection, right. but it needs there needs to be a written report, written contract. Needs clarification money, of the scope. Money needs needs exchange. This is something we need to talk to talk about also. Can your uncle Billy do an inspection for you? Legally no because he is not a licensed home inspector especially if you give him any kind of payment that or compensation. That another
0: question we were asked this week okay. from another agent. Um, remember we did that training class and we were kind of talking about some of this. And so they were asking about oh, remember, yeah. family relatives and if family relatives could come in and give advice. Well, of course, a family member can come in and give advice. But that can't be used on your request remedy because they are not a licensed home inspector and it doesn't meet the criteria that the state has to protect the client because that's why that law was created was to protect the client.
1: Yeah, yeah, no problem having a relative come take take a look look at the place. But if you use anything that that relative said for a request remedy or anything like that negotiation. You're using that person as a licensed home inspector, and now now you open up a can of uh, liability. Yes, you want to avoid that. But yeah, I've I seen it wrong with having somebody come take a look.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you, you did it for legally,
1: our daughter. You can't you can't use it. Well, I was I was licensed, and we got
0: that is true.
1: I was licensed, so it did, did not matter. So, but yeah, you can't have just random relative friend come do an inspection for you no and nope expect bill use that for anything no. or here's another issue also that came up as well can you take the inspection report from a, from a previous uh, client for that house and use it for the next buyer no
0: no for a couple of reasons so first of all that client signed that agreement with the home inspection company so that client that that report was for, ...is the only one protected with any type of a legal bond or a contract. Contract, yes. And they're also the ones that paid for that. So they're the only ones that own it.
1: Correct. And that's very clearly spelled out. In the law. In the law. Also, there's privacy concerns with it as well. The report has a client's name on it. Right. I mean, on every single page there's a reference to the client's name
0: and address. And it,
1: yeah. So you cannot do that. You're no, no, that, that, that's something that, that's setting up for liability. when you tell the client, Hey, just, just use this as good. No, it's not.
0: That client goes to call us and goes, Hey, I just moved into property ABC. And on your report, you had that, you know, the foundation was fine. Well, I just got told that I have $20,000 worth of work. You're not our client. You have no legal recourse with us at all.
1: That, that's a scenario that can happen. That yeah. is a
0: scenario that can happen. And then, who is that client going to go back to? The agent.
1: Yep. And we've never had that where somebody, oh got no. the buyer, a new buyer, complained. Usually they're asking,
0: usually about they how
1: something do... conv- should be fixed. I'm like, right. Who, we,
0: who we are have you? had, yeah, we have had. People call that have gotten a hold of inspection reports, and we tell them flat out, "We can't talk to you. You are not our client. If you want us to come out and do an inspection for you, and you sign the contract, we will happily come out and do that for you. We will even reduce the price." But yeah, if we we're get not- the same
1: inspector out there, yeah, he, he's once he gets there, he'll be a little bit more familiar with the house, so right. it'll be fine with him, him to do it. But we cannot. We're not going to discuss it with a, a person who's not the client. And that's open up liability for ourselves.
0: Right. Because there's a very specific clear-cut section on confidentiality, and it is a no-no. We cannot talk about that report with anyone other than the client. So, I think that's it.
1: Do, do not give out old reports to new clients. No. Do not do that.
0: No. Especially with how litigious... Society is
1: nowadays. Well, well, it, it, all right, I, I, had, I had a scenario, but it, it was wrong. My thought was, all right, if you do a pre-listing inspection, okay, okay, you lay that report out, and you have all these buyers coming in seeing that report, and then hopefully you have your receipts with you. I'm like, that's a confidentiality, but mate, it's your house. You did the inspection yourself, right? While well, you did an inspection for free. So it's
0: not a real estate sh- transaction at that point. So at that point, uh, that's not a problem, and it's their own house.
1: Well, it, the seller is willingly giving this giving to the buyer's So that's the it, it is the, and that's Potentially the for a real estate transaction, there would be liability perhaps, but...
0: Not if it's a pre-listing, because then it's not on the market yet.
1: Cor- correct. Correct. So so so, that, so that, that's on that. So there's, there's no issue with sharing the report if no. you are the seller and you did that inspection report to get your house ready and maybe we shoot a thing on how to use pre-list inspections as a selling point or how to market that the best way right. possible so anyway i think that's it for now
0: thanks everybody if you
1: have any questions please just give us a call or come be a guest we can talk about it here on here on the, oh, on yeah, the that podcast would be fun. Or any weird situation you've come across. There are some weird weird things we come across every now and It's like, what the <laughs> heck did they do that for? Yes, very much so. Like flying squirrels, live and dead, I had that recently. So, yep. anyway, that's for another day. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>